The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Are you cheating on your job? Planning nights out on the town? Driving an Uber? Weekend getaways? How much? To sell at a craft market? Morning coffee dates with a little web design? Latte for Jess? You don't have to feel bad. Turns out your side gig may be helping your main squeeze. I'm Charlotte Gartenberg, and this is As We Work from The Wall Street Journal. Side hustling is on the rise. According to a December 2022 survey from LendingTree, 44% of Americans say they have a side hustle. That's up 13% from 2020. And among Gen Z workers 18 to 25 years old, that number is even higher. 62% of them say they have a side gig. For a lot of people, the extra income is a big deal. In a lending club survey from March, over a quarter of those who responded said they had a side job because their main job wasn't enough to pay the bills. But that's not the only reason to do it. That same survey found, for some, a side hustle is a way to pay sudden expenses. Maybe a medical bill or car repairs. Sometimes your job doesn't actually take up that much time, so you fill up the extra hours with something else. Or maybe you want to go on a fabulous vacation, so you pick up some Uber shifts. Aruba, here I come. And there are lots of options. You could sell crafts on Etsy. You could start a coaching practice. You could be a wedding photographer on weekends. You could be a baker and take custom orders for cookies and cakes and whatever delicious treats that you specialize in. That's Dory Clark. She's an author and a marketing strategist, and she teaches at Duke University's Fuqua School of Business. Later on, she's going to give us a how-to on getting started in your side hustle and finding balance once you're in it. But you may have noticed from that list, a lot of those jobs could also be full-time gigs or freelance work. That's another episode. Today, we're focusing in on things that you do on the side, in addition to a full-time job, and what that means for you and for your boss. Hudson Sessions spends a lot of time thinking about that. He's an assistant professor of management and organizations at the Cox School of Business at Southern Methodist University. He studies side hustles and their impact on worker happiness and success. And he told me that in the last couple decades, the stigma around side gigs has shifted. It's almost like if you don't have a side hustle, you're not really trying. Like there's just so many opportunities. Despite this new cachet, some people, employees and employers alike, still worry that side hustles are a distraction. Could it drain your focus, energy, and drive at the place that actually pays your salary? According to Hudson, though, you shouldn't be worried. His research finds that a side hustle actually makes people better at their day jobs, partially because it makes them feel better about themselves. That side hustle gives workers a sense of empowerment. People can experience that daily empowerment, and that ultimately that carries through in these positive emotions in a way that can enrich full-time work and actually make people perform just a little bit better on a day-to-day basis. He told me how that works. But first, I wanted to know precisely why we're seeing so much more side hustling these days. So I think part of the rise of side hustles is somewhat of a, if you build it, they will come effect, in which now there is just a, a million apps in which people can do so many different things. I mean, if you're a crafter, you can, you can sell your artwork, whereas you couldn't before. 
if you're a podcaster, for example, you can you can find different avenues for that. There are just so many different ways for people to earn a little bit of extra income that I think part of the effect we're seeing is that there's just lots of opportunities from the gig economy for people to do more than they have in the past. So you co-authored this study where you found that side hustles actually enrich full-time work performance? That seems wild to me. How does that work? There is this tension between two perspectives. One is the perspective that employers tend to have, which is that there's a zero-sum relationship between full-time work and everything else. And so organizations tend to view their employees or, or tend to be possessive of the work life of their employees. So every ounce of time and attention and energy that you put into your Uber driving on the side, for example, is going to take away from your full-time work as maybe an accountant. Uh, but there's also research that points to an alternative perspective, which is that there is enrichment here, that people can pick up skills and perspectives. They can learn new, uh, maybe have a variety of experiences and, and learn new things that are going to help them to be maybe a better full-time employee. They can have these positive, enriching experiences that carry forward into their full-time work. And so the upside that we looked at is, is empowerment that people can experience on a daily basis. How are you measuring autonomy and empowerment? Like, what, what are the indicators that you're looking at? Basically, we would ask you from day to day about your varying degrees of empowerment that you experience. And so we're trying to, to look at these, these changes that you have from day to day. So some days you might have a, a great experience with your side hustle in which you feel it's really empowering, and we'd record that. And then other days we'd record when it didn't go so well. And then over, over a few weeks, which is what we did in that study, we can, we can look at these daily experiences and see as that empowerment changes, how much does it actually change those positive emotions you feel and ultimately how your full-time job goes. I think the most interesting finding that we had was that we did find a significant effect where, where side hustles had this conflict effect in which when people felt empowered, it was a meaningful enough experience in which they, they became deeply engaged and that did, it did distract them in their full-time job the next day. And so we did find that negative pathway. We also found the positive pathway in which people had these more emotional experiences that were positive. What you're saying is that a side hustle can help my main job, but that's not always true, is it? So when I say it can help your job, it will help your job to the extent that you can feel empowered by it. So we're looking specifically at these day-to-day -day empowering experiences, assuming that you have some you know, baseline level of empowerment that you can get from that, uh, from that side hustle. Uh, but but some people don't. Some people are, are, are so hard up that they're just picking up whatever work they can. And, and it's not an empowering experience. And so uh, some part of it comes down to just overall financial security. Are you somebody who is doing this because they have such dire financial need that they have to do something on the side, that they have, you know, children to support. And so they, they need to be working late in the evening driving, uh, driving for Uber. Or are you somebody who's picking up extra money to, to buy a better car. I have a friend who, who was doing just that, who, who bought a car that was a little bit out of her price range, really wanted it. And so the way she rationalized it was by taking on a side hustle of driving people uh, on Uber after work. And then she was able to pay for something she wanted. And so I think it gets into kind of the nitty gritty of people's personal lives that, that, that some people are, are just trying to make it and that inside hustles become a necessity. And other people, it really is a side hustle. It's just something on the side to, to generate a bit of income. So help me out here. How do I choose the right side hustle for me? Like one that's going to help me both personally and professionally. I think that the nice thing about side hustles is that trial and error is relatively cheap compared to your full-time job that takes a lot to get into. You need, you need a certain degree. You need to, you know, vet different employers and hope that those employers that you like like you back. 
Uh, side hustles, by contrast, you can you can try out numerous different side hustles and ultimately find one that is empowering to use in some way or, or otherwise delivers these these benefits that that we found in broadening your skills or your perspectives. Uh, for some people, it might be that they like to have a relatively cohesive work life. And so they want to be that tax accountant who prepares individual tax returns on the side. They can't get enough. For other people, they, they're going to find ways to to really expand their work life in a way that gives them some variety. Other people want to do just something completely different. They want to keep bees on the side and sell that honey at the, the, the Sunday morning market or whatnot. Don't I want to keep those parts separate, though? I don't want to be beekeeping while I'm also tax accounting. Yeah, yeah. And so people have different mindsets about how much they want their work life to spill over into other roles that they have and, and kind of blur together versus people who want to keep everything very compartmentalized. And so again, that's that's kind of an individual difference thing. There are people who want their work to enter every facet of their life. And there are people who want their work to be, you know, very segmented, partitioned off and, and, and separate. I mean, is there a way to know which one will work for me? Again, I think the benefit here is the trial and error of the the gig economy that you could try, you know, five different side hustles over the course of a few weeks that that oftentimes is as easy as downloading an app and filling out a few forms and then and then you're delivering food for for DoorDash or you're you're you know, you get your car inspected and, and then you're an Uber driver. And so I think I think the the nice bit here is that people can find a fit among side hustles. And I think that's one of the reasons that we see so many side hustlers cropping up is that people can find something that that fits them relatively well and, and that that has a pretty low cost of of entry and a low cost of exit too. That people don't have to invest too much to to get into these things or to get out of them. A side gig can make you better at your full-time job basically because it's empowering. That's what Hudson's research found. The key is choosing the right fit for you. Maybe you're looking to broaden your skills and perspective. Maybe you want something you're not really getting at work, like more contact with other people. The good news is it's easier than ever to try new things. Next, we find out how to get that side hustle started, how to keep it going, and how to tell your boss. So Hudson, do you have a side hustle? I don't have so much a side hustle. So no beekeeping? Uh, Yeah, I, I don't have a big enough backyard for bees, unfortunately. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. Okay, so you heard from Hudson Sessions about why a side hustle can be good for you and for your boss. Now the question is, how do you get started? Dory Clark, who had that long, long list of possible side hustles a little earlier, well, she's written several books on entrepreneurship and coach clients on how to create their own side gigs. And she says, when it comes to what your boss thinks, there's a pretty good way to find out. People are sometimes concerned about the reaction of their employer for their day job, and It is true that sometimes there are policies in place, especially if you're going to be performing a service that is very similar to what your day job does, 
where you do need to be mindful and careful so that it doesn't look like you're somehow trying to poach clients from them or somehow uh, misappropriate their resources. So you need to be aware of what your company's policies are. You know, even even for things where, that are kind of a, a close match, as long as you're upfront about it, I mean, where, where you get into trouble is trying to keep something from your boss or whatever that can, you know, whenever you're keeping some kind of a, a secret, um, it ends up looking bad, like, you know, oh, well, why aren't they telling me? But if, if you go to your boss and you ask, hey, is this cool or under what circumstances could this be cool? You know, what do I need to do to make sure that there's a really bright line here? Often, if you have a decent relationship with your boss, they understand and they will help you think through ways to make sure that you're being very, very clear about, all right, this happens at work and then this is what happens when you're at home on your own time. What if my boss is not happy that I'm doing this side hustle? Like, what if he or she is like, "Mm -mm, you can't do that? Many people imagine that their boss's first reaction will be no. But first of all, it's actually much more common for the boss to be fine with it or even encouraging about it. I actually profile several people who embarked upon side hustles and as a result got really great promotions at work because when their employer found out about it, they realized, oh my gosh, this person has been developing all of these skills on the side. This is really valuable. And so they ended up succeeding more in their day job because of their side hustle. I do wonder though, like, have you spoken to anyone who felt like having the side hustle was a little like cheating on their day job? When people feel morally conflicted about having a side hustle, it's really largely in their heads. I mean, unless they are actually doing something wrong, which I would define as, you know, taking your company's clients or something like that, which obviously is inappropriate. Or if there's a legal provision like in your contract that you can't do it. That's right. But if you are just feeling bad because you're saying, oh, wow, I'm using my free time on another professional endeavor. The important thing here is, well, what else would you be doing? Is it actually better for your life? Is it actually better for your skill set for you to be watching television in your free time? Like, what kind of a boss would rather you be watching television rather than practicing and developing a new skill set? What's the right time to tell my boss and maybe the right way? If you treat some kind of a disclosure like it's this big secret, hey, I have to talk to you about something, you know, automatically they're going to start freaking out. You know, are are you quitting? Are you sick? Is there a problem? They're going to worry about something like that. And so if you build it up, they're going to feel like it's a weird big thing. They're going to wonder like, wow, why is she so weird about this? So actually early on, just mentioning something really casually is generally the way to go. You know, you can actually say, hey, I just wanted to let you know, I've been thinking about, you know, possibly starting to look at people's resumes on the side and do some resume editing, um, you know, nights and weekends. So, you know, first of all, just in case you ever see me posting about that on social media, that's that's why. Number two, you know, I'm I'm super clear. This is nights and weekends. So don't worry. It's going to take away anything from the job. Number three, if you happen to know anyone who needs help editing their resume, send them my way. Okay. 
But how can I tell if my side hustle maybe is becoming a problem for my career? I think we have to define what a problem for your career is, because in some cases, a side hustle can become a problem for your career because it's too successful and it starts to supplant your day job, uh, in which case you probably do have to make a decision about where you want to allocate your time and energy. The other alternative for what it means for your side hustle to become a problem for your career is that it's taking away too much energy from from your professional advancement and um, you're you're not making enough traction in the side hustle for it to be worthwhile, but it's distracting you. And if that's the case, it's important to, to give it a hard look and say, all right, is the ROI worth it for me? So as I'm into my new side hustle, which clarify, I'm not actually doing a side hustle, but for the purpose of this exercise... What is a good mantra that I should, a couple, maybe one or two mantras that I can keep in my head as I'm embarking on this? What's something I should be saying to myself? One of the most important mantras is how can I get someone to pay for this? And what I mean by that is something magical happens when someone is interested enough in your product or your service to actually give you money for it. There are a lot of people up front that will pay lip service to it and say, oh, Charlotte, that sounds like a great idea. Yes, you should totally do that. But the real test is, are they willing to part with their cash in order for you to do it? And so even if it's discounted, maybe it's not that much money at first, to actually get a buyer to give you cold, hard cash is an incredible validation and a lot of momentum for you to be able to uh, to move forward. I think another important mantra is celebrating small wins because as in most of life, building a side hustle is typically something that is slower than we want. You know, we'd love to immediately have a six-figure side income. It usually takes time. It uh, is not something that happens overnight. And so understanding what the signs are of momentum can be really powerful. Dory says, if you're thinking about launching a side hustle, go for it. But tell your boss. You don't want to get caught looking shady, and you don't have to feel shady either. A good boss will recognize that the skills you're learning off the clock are improving your performance on the clock. But don't let it get in the way of your work or impact your relationships with your boss or with your colleagues. Speaking of colleagues, do you have any annoying ones? Hey, this is John. That guy who takes calls way too loudly. Yo, what's going on? That woman who sings to herself at her desk. That's just a random, random example. That's definitely not me. Next time on the show, we tackle all those annoying I mean quirky, things that your coworkers do. We find out when you gotta just let it slide and when maybe you need to say something. Like the show? Tell your friends to subscribe and give us a five-star review on your favorite platform. As We Work is a production of The Wall Street Journal. This episode was produced by Jess Jupiter. Jonathan Sanders is our booking producer. Scott Salloway is our supervising producer. Jessica Fenton and Michael Laval are our sound designers. Jessica Fenton composed our theme music. Editorial support was provided by Falana Patterson. I'm Charlotte Gartenberg. See you next time.